Specifically, the events of this past week. Another HOH, another veto, two vetoes, possibly. We'll get into it. Uh, an eviction, and of course, the high rollers room, which is a, an amusing, also c- kind of confusing twist, at least for me. We'll, we'll get into it all. But uh, I'm Nathan, this is Tony. Tony, hey. you. Um, do you have a uh, a rap for us to start off the at the episode? Did she do another rap? Did you not watch the <laughs> speeches? Well, I was going to tell you this early on in the episode. Just to be clear, I didn't see the end of last night's episode or the first like 20 minutes of tonight's episode. <laughs> and the parts okay. of tonight's episode that I did see, I watched or listened to, listened to, people out there listened to. While I was driving home. Okay, so the entire HOH competition tonight? You No, I saw to? all of that. I saw all oh. of the HOH. I got home for most of that and listened to it. Wink, wink. Wow. Definitely didn't watch while I was driving. Wink, wink. <laughs> so basically, we're, we're heavily relying on me to keep up to date with what what happened <laughs> well no i know what happened because i knew, know like who obviously know who ended up on the block and heard yeah. the last half of the votes but all the uh-huh. strategic stuff that made a shift or tried to shift yeah i got nothing for you okay that's fair well thanks for being honest and also i wanted to talk to you about this while we're recording beginning of the episode oh yeah wow. this is very intentional this is crazy <laughs> this is for the listeners out there so i didn't listen yes. to much of it but i was up front with it at some point in the future, Nathan, while we're recording this podcast, I'm going to do an episode without having watched the episodes for that week. Okay. And I'm not going to tell you when, and I'm not going to tell you after I did it. And if you call me on it, I'll be honest about it, but I'm just not going to tell you. Are you, are you going to keep up at all like with what's happening in the live feeds? I think if it's Big Brother, I mean, I will know what's been happening on the live feeds, but I won't know the final eviction. I'll just bait you into telling me who did it it'll be a fun game and honestly it might be a year from now who knows but i'm telling True, you right but now. now but by telling me this i feel like i'll just start off every episode asking you who went home and that'll be an easy tell well then i'll just look it up <laughs> well here here's what okay You'll here's forget. my pitch my pitch is i think we should try a week without watching any live feeds without looking up the spoilers of who won veto all that Mm. Because here's my prediction, okay? I'm not we'll we'll get into it, but a, a large conversation I think that's happening in the Big Brother community is whether or not this season is boring or exciting or what have you. You know, we talked about it on this podcast of is the cookout just the new dominating alliance that's boring to watch. I have the thought that this show would be much more fun without the live feeds. I think I would enjoy it so much more if I just saw what was on the episodes. That is my uh, take coming into this recording. And so that was going to be my pitch is like maybe I try a week without watching the live feeds, without knowing who wins what, just finding out Wednesday night, oh my gosh, they didn't use the veto. 
thoughts? That would absolutely more be more interesting. And I think, I don't know, there's part of me that, I mean, I enjoy that more. When, like on Survivor, we just get to watch what happened. Like there's no spoilers, there's nothing. We just get to see every week what happens. And it is more interesting, but... And watching it that way isn't bad, but I mean, I'm thinking overall as Big Brother would it help to shift that way, but that would take away the value of what Big Brother is. So that's that's the difficult part that I think we'd run. CBS would yeah, run into if they eliminated right. it. Right. But that's not what you're proposing. You're proposing that for your personal enjoyment, watching that is a better thing to do. I mean, I also wonder if that would fix a lot of the issues with Big Brother, because I think what... I mean, previous issues, not on this season, but other seasons, recent seasons we've seen, is a lot of controversy with things that are said in the live feeds. And I'm not saying, like, I mean, obviously that would be a good cover-up for <laughs> probably bad people to get away with stuff. But, like, that would change, I think, a lot of house guests going into the house because I think there is this level of, like, being worried that the internet's going to hear what they say and then, like, you know, if they rub someone the wrong way. So, like, I think there's a lot of... Uh, I, I don't know. People are more likely to make bigger moves there. And I think, like, what I noticed the most, because I think, like, and I we talked about this a little bit a couple episodes ago, but the game is being played, like, a week in advance compared to up until uh, the eviction. So, like, as mm -hmm. soon as the veto is used or not used, you already know who's going home. So there's mm -hmm. no fun in that final Thursday episode. Tonight, I will say, I don't know if you noticed, but... Tonight, I think I saw more strategy talking about the next HOH more than any other uh, Thursday night episode. There mm -hmm. was hardly any game about Brittany or Derek F. going home. Nothing. There was just, like, a little clip of Brittany being upset, but, like, there was no campaigning. There was no, like, it was mostly centered around Derek X and Claire talking about the next week. And I'm like, okay, I think the editors have finally figured out that they're playing the week, they're playing the game a week in advance. And I think, like, what fans want is they want that live vote. They want something that's, like, gonna, like, we don't know who's going home. We don't know what's gonna be, you know? Like, the fans want that. That's why we liked Big Brother 20 so much is because it was blindside after blindside to half the house. But the problem is, like, we don't get that because the blindside is happening two days in advance when people already make up their minds. So I think if the fans went into the episode blind, it would come across as much more exciting than it actually is and i know you know that's what big brother is so they're not going to take away the live feeds but that's my very long ramble of a proposal why i think the show would be more entertaining if <laughs> maybe we didn't watch as much i absolutely agree um but i'm gonna borrow from jeff probst and say that's unfortunately a different show like this is the premise that big brother is built upon and so yep like I said, like you said, and like I've said, as a fan, you can choose to do that. But at the same time, I like to know what's going to happen. Um, like even removing the jury aspect of it would make people more willing to do blind sides. But these people are voting for them, so blind and blind sides aren't respected. They're I'm I'm sure everybody knows that they're going before they go. The only one that didn't, no, everyone has this season. I think right. Uh, for the most part, I mean, I think like. Except for Brittany. Uh, she always thinks she's the one going, but she's... We'll get into that later. <laughs> we sure will. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thought, but... Um, yeah, let's talk about this week a little let's bit. Let's do it. Let's um, start off with Brittany, the woman of the hour. You, uh, you gonna miss her? No. Okay. 
Do you want to get into it, or is that it? Yeah, sure. No, I can't. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm generally, if we don't talk about Britney, I'm fine with that, too. <laughs> Britney is one of those people who I think if I knew her in person, she would be a nice person, and she would be a lot, but I think I would enjoy being around her. She is not someone who I enjoy watching on a reality show like this because she's so like all we see of her is the moments where she just got nominated and she's upset or she has far too much excitement and enthusiasm for something that's not that exciting like that's those are the two times that you see her this season and those are probably the two most annoying things that she does in my opinion like i said i think she'd be a nice person but because everybody obviously likes her and she has this mentality i would thought this was interesting when she was talking to julie she said that Everyone in the house thought that they would lose in a final two to her. And I don't know if that's true. I feel, I don't want it to be true. Maybe that's where I'm at. But she seems to very firmly believe that. And I don't know if she was told that yeah. by a couple of people or what. But that's where she's at and more power yeah. to her. It, it appeared that a couple of people did tell her that. But I can't help but just assume that they told her that because they needed an excuse to vote her out. You mm-hmm. know? Like, I'm not... I'm not buying that completely. Yeah. Um, I think that's an easy that's an easy vote. It's like, look it, I I can't take you to the end. You're gonna win. You know, that's that's a much better way to send someone out and get them to still like you. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that is just fascinating that I think might have played into her assumption that she had a good chance is that America gave her um, the highest amount of BB bucks. Um, along with Derek F. and Derek X, which we'll get into BB Bucks, don't you worry, I have a lot to say about them. Um, but you can't help but, like, okay, that makes sense why she thinks uh, she has a chance, because apparently America loves her. I have to assume it's the casuals, right? <laughs> like, I don't see Big Brother Twitter, you know, crazy about her. Big Brother, so <laughs> I, I thought this was absurd, so I took the time to go in to the Big Brother Reddit and look up BB Bucks and just look at all the different threads. And very rarely did I see anybody even a little bit interested in Britney. And if they were interested in Britney, it was purely for chaos. They thought that she was the most unpredictable. She was the one who was, you weren't sure who she was going for, but it was pro- it would probably be someone in the cookout and make things interesting. So that aspect I can understand. But I just, I was surprised when I saw hers and Big D's name. I didn't, I didn't expect either of them to get it. I thought... I can see, I don't know, I can see why Hannah isn't as loved as she is by Reddit and Twitter. Um, and probably Claire, too, because they're the two that are like, oh, they're one of us. They're Well, Claire's one of us. She's a super fan as well. But I was surprised. I feel like I haven't seen anybody who was like, yeah, I love, Cl- I love Brittany. Yeah, agreed. And it, it, it's a weird thing, too, because, like, I don't know. Let's let's say, oh, maybe production is pulling something, you know? It doesn't even feel like that because what what gain does production have by putting Brittany... You know what I mean? Like, it, none, none of it really makes sense. So, like, I'm forced to believe that she is just that loved by the casuals, which I could see in a world where... Actually, I don't know if I can see in a world, you know? Like, do people <laughs> think her freestyle is, like, that quirky? And do the people just, like, feel bad that she's always on the block? That must be it. Because I don't, there's not really much to her, and in her defense, like, yeah, she's been, what, on the block for the six weeks, so, like, it's unfortunate that that is her personality trait, is 
you know, being on the block. But I don't know. It's it's bizarre. Have you ever felt bad for someone when they were crying because they were nominated? Ever. I I felt bad for her this week. Um, In my defense, I didn't see her get nominated this week. So <laughs> I don't I, know. I felt bad for her because she genuinely thought that she was safe because Kylan told her she was safe. And we'll get into Kylan's HOH. I, I don't think he handled everything the best, but especially her situation. Like, he did promise her, like, yep, you're going to be good. And then I think it was just the combination of them being up next to another Joker, you know, because, like, clearly her two closest allies were Derek F. and Aza. And I think in Brittany's perspective, not being aware of the cookout, she's looking at, like, you have this entire house. Why do you keep picking on me? And so, like, tonight's episode really was, like, why does everyone keep coming for me? Like, I just don't understand. Like, why can't you just, like, leave me alone? Like, I've been on the block so much and nobody else is going on the block. So, like, I did feel bad for her in that sense. Previous weeks, not so much. But I was just like, ah, she has had it hard. So I'm glad she at least doesn't have to suffer through that anymore. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. I guess my mental like I see that she's has been a pawn every other time she's been on the block, and then this time once you're a pawn once, we see it almost every season. There's always that go to pawn that you just throw up every time. Every time, like yeah. Johnny Mac was that pawn. Um, maybe Sam was that pawn. Was she in BB Twenty? Well, she was up there. Victoria comes to mind. Spencer from Fifteen. Yeah, there's yeah. always those people who are like, you just keep putting them up. Not because you want them to go home, but because you don't want to hurt other people's feelings. And so that, that to me shows a lack of a knowledge for the game, but I guess I can't blame that because you can't expect everyone that goes in to be a super fan. You know what? I can still be annoyed with it, though, and I'm going to be. <laughs> I don't. That's, that's perfectly fair. Um, did you ever think that... Um... Big D could have gone home tonight. No. I mean, again, it's hard because we we know pretty much the game talk and what's happening. But um, I personally thought that there was a chance several times this week <laughs> on the live feeds. It, it felt it felt close, closer than usual. What was happening? Were were there people pushing for it? Like I said, I missed a chunk of the show. So yeah, maybe I so something. they they showed it a lot on tonight's episode, but also I at least to my understanding, it's a pretty accurate of what happened this week. Um, but basically Derek X and Claire are one piece of information short from naming the cookout. Like they are, they are right there. Even at the point where Derek X is like acknowledging like, wow, there's like, like he, he like he straight up said, he's like, this is this is like, this is the first time that like no white guys have made to jury. Like he's like, he's like calling those shots mm-hmm. and he's also just being very aware of like people aren't making smart moves. Claire, too. So Claire and Derek X were both like, why are we getting rid of Brittany? Why are we doing this? Like, let's just get rid of Derek X. Brittany, one, is mad at Kylan, which nobody appears to be working with. Like, so Derek X is talking to Hannah. Claire is talking to Tiffany. And the four of them are kind of, like, talking. And they're like, hey, if we keep Brittany, she's not mad at us. She can be a number for us. And then we can go against Kylan. Because in Derek X and Claire's mind, none of, none of them are working with Kylan. And so, like, they are saying, like, the logical things, and Tiffany and Hannah are even acknowledging it, being like, oh, they're right. Like, if this wasn't for the cookout, this would be the smart move. And so I think, like, 
those are the moments where it's like, ooh, do we'll do they do they just like take a shot here just to like, you know, weaken Kylan's side or something? But it's just I don't know. The cookout is 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 too strong right now. Like they are just so committed. So it it's it, the I don't know. The flip felt close, and I don't know if I'm just being like, you know, fooled by the edit or whatnot. But it, it just felt close this week. Or at least people, the cookout was recognizing that that's the smart move for them. But I think everybody in the cookout's mentality is so strong in that they want someone from the cookout to win, not just them. And so they realize that that is the best way to go about it. Like, if we want there to be a black winner for the first time of standard Big Brother US, then we Mm -hmm. need to, then we, we can't do that. Like, that's just not an option. Well, and not even I, – I feel like it also has shifted. And here's where I'm going to give a lot of credit to Xavier because I think he feels to me like a big part of the glue that keeps on reminding people like, hey, don't forget like what we're doing here. Don't forget like how important this is. Um, he's the one to me that's like kind of keeping everyone like with that mindset. And I think it's even extended because now the talk is like they want to be the final six. They want to make that like an all-black house which is like an extension of what they originally wanted. And I feel like it's, to me, I view it the same way um, last week with Derek X winning HOH. Like, Xavier made the deal, and as soon as he won, he's like, oh, and also, don't put a king up. You know what I mean? Like, he tried to slip that in. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that's almost similar, where he's like, okay, we need, like, a black winner. And now, like, now that they're working towards that, he's like, oh, also, let's make it to the final six. And, because, I don't know. Like, it'd it'd be one thing if a cookout member won, but, like, they're even going beyond that where they're like, nope, we are going to be the final six no matter what, which is just over-the-top dominance at this point. It's it's potentially already the most dominant alliance we've seen in Big Brother history. Like, the Brigade even had to chop someone off, Matt off, probably, like, at seven or eight, somewhere in that range, I'd guess. And then Level 6 lost Winston and Rachel pre-jury, didn't they? So, like, these... Yeah dominant alliances that we see do so well lose people along the way but the cookout and i think it's because they don't spend time together but they have something they have a goal in mind that is bigger than who they are and so and their winning game so that is more important than anything else and and that's what's driving Mm -hmm. them for sure yeah and it's it's not even like completely uncommon like that mentality i mean it is like being centered on this topic, you know, of, like, being, uh, like, a black individual. Uh, but, like, to me, like, what I, when I was watching tonight where they're, like, I mean, Hannah and Tiffany basically both admitted they're, like, you know what, like, this might not be the smartest game move personally, but, like, we're doing this for, like, you know, the, the cookout, you know? And I'm, like, to me, I we've seen that before. I think that what came to mind was uh, in season 16 when, like, Cody took Derek over Victoria, you know? Like, he had to know that was not the smartest game move, but he did it because, like, their bond was stronger at that moment than it was for him to, like, evict his partner and then, mm-hmm. you know, win the game. And so, to me, it's, like, very similar where it's, like, that's the sign of, like, a good alliance or good gameplay, depending on who is leading the cookout, you know? Like, the good gameplay is convincing the rest of your alliance that, like, hey, this is more important than your individual game, mm-hmm. um, which is just... And that's, I don't know, this might get into a different topic, but I think what I'm noticing too with this season compared to other seasons with the Large Alliance is that I'm not 100% sure who the leader is here. Whereas like previous years, 
you know, if it's like level six, like Tyler felt like the head there, you know, and he didn't win, but like he, he was like, it was like his game to lose. And last year, I think like we were calling it like Cody was like, oh, so obviously in like 16, you know, in hindsight, it's very easy to see. But I think even if you were to watch it live, I think Derek's the obvious winner. But like the cookout, I don't know who it is because they are like, I could tell you who it isn't. Like, I don't think it's Aza, that's for sure. But like, is it Tiffany? Is it Xavier? Is it Kylan? Like, which one of them is is the head of all of this? And that's what I don't know. I think my question to you would be, what would what who would who would you say was the head of the brigade? Um, that's a good question. Because I think they specifically yeah. designed the brigade to have their four roles: the meow meow, the beast, the animal, and the brains. I think, and I think you can assign some of those roles at least to the cookout in that they each have their own role. Like Tiffany's. For sure, the strategist. She has set up the strategy for this entire game. She has been leading the charge in that aspect with with the cookout. And I think that's pretty clear. But she hasn't been winning the competitions to implement that. That's been Kylan and Xavier. They've been the two that have been win, actually winning competitions. Big D and Aza have been socially strong, I guess. Yeah, they're, they're, they're the votes. And Hannah, I'd they're, say, is another one bodies. that's very strategically strong. And... They also have an aspect of... I feel like Level 6 had this, where each of them had someone outside of the Alliance that they kind of stuck with. Or I guess the Brigade did that, too. That was part of their design, is each of them had someone outside of the Alliance that they had with them as a shield so that if they get put on the block... They're just basically Brigade 2.0, the more I talk. I'm talking myself into oh, it the really is. is Brigade I mean, 2.0 in every way. Yes, yes. Yeah, and it's it's so, like, foolproof because the way that they have separated certain people. Again, I think the biggest chance of it blowing up right now is Derek X and Claire piecing it together. But at this point, it's almost too late to, like, do much about it. I think, like, Sarah Beth feels kind of isolated by Kylan, and then Alyssa feels kind of isolated by Xavier. So, like, the two of them, it doesn't feel like they're going to even know what to do if they were to get power, which we have to talk about because Sarah Beth has power now, so it's going to be mm-hmm. interesting to see, like, you know, will she target a cookout member? And I think that's kind of like this next level where it's not only about having a large alliance, but it's about keeping it hidden so that when your alliance doesn't get power, the other people don't know to target that alliance. And I think mm-hmm. that's, again, what, like, Level 6 did pretty well. Uh, towards the end, it was pretty obvious they were working together. Um, but there was even, you know, the, the couple weeks where Brett was trying to, like, act like a free agent. Or where they convinced Fessy to put up Scotty, you know, because he he, <laughs> he legitimately didn't know what the sides of the house were at that time. And I think that's where the cookout is succeeding, too, because it there are no signs that the six of them are all working together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's that's where the like the brigade they met together. The cookout has one thing that isolates that like not isolate it a common theme or a common goal that just binds them together so much deeper than anything else could. And so that's just going to be their priority. And I think a lot of them came into the house with that mentality. And I, I'm I'm not saying it's a bad mentality. I want to make that very clear. Like you play the game how you want to play it. I just want to be very clear. 
Um, yeah, thank, thanks, yeah, so thanks they, for clarifying. <laughs> hey, you know what? The world's crazy, man. I'm not going to risk getting canceled. Oh, you, you, wanna, you know I was going to try to cancel crazy? you. You have to go on Big Brother Facebook page and read some of the comments of the people who hate the cookout right now. It's real. Oh, <laughs> it, no. It's getting bad. <laughs> I'll just I don't even want to talk more about it, but just if you wanna if you wanna find crazy out there, then that's you know I don't know. I don't want it's... I don't want to read that. I'm not going to. I'm just going to enjoy <laughs> this because this is a masterful game and still a more interesting game than BB twenty two is which was potentially the most masterful game we've ever seen. True. Yeah, I think again the the major difference where like I think where I have had issues with larger alliances in the past and not as much this season is I am excited to see the end play out. Where last mm. year, I was like, just end it, because I know Cody's just going to walk to the end. I don't know if there's one person that has not that much of an advantage of the six. And that's the and, value of there not being a clear leader. Yep. I would I would maybe say Tiffany, but like I've been saying for weeks, I don't think she can go the whole way. <laughs> I don't think people trust her. I don't think, yeah, I don't know if there's a good chance that she can actually pull it out. Because I don't know that anybody would want to go up against her because they know that she is the mastermind behind all the strategy. Yeah, and the I mean, like last week, I think both of us said like we thought Kylan had a really good chance of winning. I don't know anymore. So like he's he's you know not not a front runner. Um, I would I'd be so bummed if Aza won. That's that's my one take here. I don't think it's possible. <laughs> is that a hot take? <laughs> We were so high on her at the beginning of the season. <laughs> she just be, It was almost exclusively because she mentioned June and Allison and the fact that yep. she knew those two well enough. And you know what? I was thinking about it. I think there's a huge difference between... Like, we, we draw the line and we want people who have seen the show before. That's not good enough. Because if you just get somebody who's a casual fan to get in there... They're going to play poorly. They're not gonna. They don't think about the game at the level that you and I try to on this podcast or other super fans do. They don't talk about the game at the level we do or the strategy at the level we do, and that's what we want to see. We want to see like people figuring re- things out and figuring out the strategy and doing all these different things. And I do, I don't think that's realistic from just a casual fan. And granted, that's mostly because they voted for Britney to get a hundred BB bucks. That's that's where I'm coming from. But <laughs> that's where yeah, I'm at. I I'm even less and less inclined to believe it's like a like a like a fan versus like someone who's never seen the show. I think it's more of like a like a personality thing because Derek X has proven me wrong, where he just has never seen the show, and here he is piecing it together, figuring it out, and playing what I think is a very strategic game. So and then you have Claire who is a super fan and the two of them are like keeping up with each other. So to me it's mm-hmm. more of like the the personality rather than like have you seen the show or not because yeah, unfortunately if you have seen the show depending on what seasons you have you might play that way. But yeah, the June the June reference was was wild by her. By Oz. just like that that's a it deep was cut. So, it was so out of the blue that it makes me think that she googled who she should talk about. But also, we... they never really show us anybody and them talking about past seasons. So maybe she is a big fan, but that's such a deep cut. And, like, you had to have been watching in, what was that, 2003, 2004, to know what that is. Something, season but... four. Crazy. Can we talk about Aza? Um, just, there's, I had several points I wanted to talk about with her. Talk to me, Nathan. Let's week. hear it. 
Um, okay, so you saw Sunday's episode. Yes. With her just, like, obsession with Kylan in this HOH. I, I, I may, maybe you disagree, but I just could not believe how upset she got that Kylan didn't throw the HOH to her. How upset she got that he called her up there. When, to, in my mind, he had a perfectly excusable defense saying he didn't want to make it so obvious that he wasn't targeting the cookout. Like, I don't know. It just, it was like so annoying to me how she's like, why, why did, why wouldn't he throw it to me? That's, that's sketchy. I don't like, I don't know. That bothered me a lot. It's absurd to ever assume that anyone would ever throw anything to you. There were a lot of ennies in that and I stand by it. Like, that's just. To even ask, throw it to me, is just, it's, it's just absurd to me. I would never even consider, I think I would consider throwing it to somebody if there was a legitimate reason. There was no legitimate reason to throw it to Aza. Other than the fact that she wanted to protect the Jokers, but like, who cares? Nobody else cares about Britney in this game more than you, as much as you do, Aza. They just don't. And yes, Aza's probably going to go on, or Britney's probably going to go on the block. You'll get over it. I promise you won't go home. She was... I was really over how upset she was. I was not enjoying that at all. Yep. No, completely. And then, I mean, like you said with the Britney stuff, like, again, this week where she's, like, Tiffany's been calling her out. She's like, why are you so defensive over Britney? Like, come on. Just, like, what are you what are you doing here? I don't know. So. If we get to seven really... people and it's the cookout plus Britney and they put Britney on the block, she would probably still cry. She would probably oh, still yeah. be upset. And it's like, this is what we've been planning this whole time. Like. We'll send you home if you don't if you have a problem with this because, like, what we're trying to do here is more important than you not wanting to hurt Britney's feelings. Yeah, my my favorite quote from Sunday: um, Kylan didn't win for the cookout; he won for himself. Duh! Of course he's gonna like what? Why are you mad by that? He's like she's he's not playing as a team; he just wants to win for himself. Like it's re- it's really lucky for Kylan that Aza didn't notice that he was clearly throwing it to. Uh... Tiffany. Tiffany, you want to talk about that? Did anyone notice that? Next? I didn't look at the live feeds. Like, did did anybody notice that he tr- clearly tried to throw it to her? I have no idea. I think I think they must have. Um, but just come on, Tiffany. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Gave her so yeah. much time. I did. I did see a good tweet. Um, more criticizing Kylan's game, and this is a very good point. This is a very good point. That if he actually wanted to throw it and make it convincing, he could have just purposely picked the wrong answer. And it would have yeah. been it. Pick the wrong answer be like, oh my gosh, I messed... You know, like, so much more convincing than, mm-hmm. what? What is it? I don't know. Tiffany, do you know? Like... <laughs> yeah. So, like, yes, Tiffany, like, lost it for her. It was her win to, and she just lost. But, like, Kylan kind of, like, half threw it to her. So, like, I'll give him credit in that sense where, like... You know, he definitely could have threw it harder, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, yeah, Oz is just ridiculous. I'm so over her. She's the next one that I want to go, and I know she won't for a while, but I want her to go. Hmm, okay. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I'm, I'm trying to see who's who's left here in the house. So I we got the cookout, that. plus Claire, Derek X, Sarah Beth, and oh, one Alyssa. more. Alyssa, yep. I, I'd be okay with Alyssa going, and here's my thing, is, like, I just, she's not, like, really attempting anything with anyone. I think she's just so connected with Xavier that, like, 
that's just going to be it. And I don't think she will make a move because he's always going to be... She's going to think that he always has her best interest. So I'm not... I don't know. I, I don't want to see her get power because I think that's... To me, she is the most obvious... Um, what am I trying to say? The most obvious tool for the cookout to use. I think any mm. other person on the cookout... Even Sarah Beth this week. I think Sarah Beth has a much higher chance of targeting a member of the cookout than Alyssa would ever. I think I don't consider Alyssa to be as close to Xavier as you are making it sound like she is. And I could be wrong. But to me, she feels like she's off on her own in a lot of ways. But it would make a lot of sense that she's still really close to Xavier. I feel like every non-cookout member is super close to one member of the cookout who would have a lot of influence on who they nominate. And so that yes, well, that, make and that's interesting. that's that's the plan. Um, mm-hmm. And so like she is Xavier's like person, like his pawn. Um, mm-hmm. But it's mostly just I think their relationship from being kings together. You know, I think like they were the two votes to keep Christian last week. So I think that did him a lot of good service in her mind of like okay, he's he's still with me. <laughs> he he's might be the mm-hmm. only one who's willing to be here with me. Um, Whereas, like, I don't know, like the, like, the Kings, they had a strong bond, you know? And he played, like, to Xavier's credit, he played it off as, like, this is my this is my group, you know? Where I don't think she's, sus- like, suspecting at all that he has this other alliance outside of the original Kings. Um, my only concern my for thing. him is, I feel like that'll screw, screw over Xavier because he's, like, there was no other member of the cookout in his alliance. So he was just, al- he was alone. And just kind of has to figure it out now. Because every other uh, team had two members of the cookout. Mm-hmm. No. Not um, the Aces. The Aces the just Aces. had Hannah. The Aces just had Hannah. So that's another situation yep. where, like, he's he's kind of off on his own a little bit. Is that what I was saying? I got distracted by realizing that what I said was wrong. Anyways. <laughs> back into it. Uh, back into it. Um... Let's talk a little bit about Kylan's HOH. Let's do it, Nathan. I think we disagree on something, and let's talk about it. Let's, okay, well, here's, we um, we hung out this week in person, which we don't often do, once every couple months, and I, I think I know what you're talking about, but I think I might have changed my mind, so go ahead, tell me what you think we disagree oh, on. let's go. So I win the argument? Awesome. Uh, so <laughs> I was okay, telling well, Nathan this you weekend. You made the argument I'm... on Monday, like days have happened. Yeah, and there was another HOH that I was pulling from. Just because you didn't realize it the first time isn't my fault. All right, okay. let's get into it. I'm just kidding. Yep, come on. So, Kylan. The, Kylan does this thing when he's HOH where I, it doesn't even feel like a power trip necessarily, but it does a little bit. Like, the way he talks to people is, like, I'm the HOH, I have all the power, and so I get to do whatever I want. So people would be like, hey... Who are your targets? Or, like, who are you thinking? And he'll say, I'm the HOH. I don't have to tell you that. You know what? What he's saying is true. Don't say it that way. That does not come off in a humble, respectful way at all. If somebody, if I was like, hey, man, who are you thinking? Like, what, what ways are you leaning? Like, how can I help you? And they're like, I'm in charge. I don't have to tell you that. I'd be like, well, screw you then. Like, I don't want to work with you if you're going to be a tool bag like that. I'll send you right out this house. What if I get the chance? wouldn't say that out loud because once again you can think things but not say them out loud because it would be foolish and makes you look like a tool bag to your team so it was just really frustrating seeing him say things like that 
And, like, it gave him this new boldness to ask questions that he hasn't been able to ask in the past. I saw early, early or late last week after he won HOH, uh, I was just looking at updates on Twitter, and he just, like, asked Xavier, he's like, hey, or maybe, I think it was this last week, I'm not sure, but he was like, hey, Xavier, what do you actually do? Because I don't believe that you bartend, because you get tired at, like, 10, a, 10 p.m. And it was just, like, this bo- new boldness to ask questions and, like, push something that he hasn't pushed before. And that just, you should never change the way that you talk to people once you become HOH, because everybody, I will always view that as negative, and that's what bothers me about Kylan. Do I think he did bad things? No. Do I think he's a bad player? Not necessarily, but, like, it's frustrating to see that sort of thing. Okay, so so your take is more so him, like... Um, wait, I'm, okay, I'm trying to think how to summarize this. So not necessarily that he had a bad HOH week, but the way he went about it... The way that in... he acts when he's an HOH is really frustrating. It wasn't anything specific to what he did mm-hmm. this week. It's the way okay. that he talks to people and treats people when he's HOH. Like, he's he does have all the power, but it, it seems foolish to me and seems like poor gameplay to act like you have all the power. Like, that's never going to okay. rub people the right sure. way, in my opinion. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe we disagree. I can't tell. I can't tell. Exactly where we agree. Because <laughs> here's my fun. take. I think he had a horrible week game-wise, but I loved every second of it. And I love how chaotic he is when he gets power. I don't know what it is. Maybe I like the bad boys. But, yeah, holy cow, he was a tool. I won't I won't disagree there. But I like We're it. We're calling Kyland a bad boy? That's what I said. Okay. I just He's want to the make bad sure boy of this cast right now. Who's the bad boy? Xavier? No way. Does there have to be a bad boy? By default, yes. Someone has to be the baddest one of the bunch. Does it make them bad? Okay, well, let's let's talk, let's call him the baddest baddest guy left. The Is baddest boy. Got it. We'll call him the baddest the, boy. He's the baddest boy of the week. That'll be a new award every week. The baddest boy. Baddest boy of the week. <laughs> and just to be clear, it can be by baddest boy or girl. It's just going to be Kyland until he's out of the house. Sure, yes. Uh-huh. Hey, we're <laughs> not discriminating here. I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, but no, his 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 HOH was chaotic. Just, like, unnecessary. I think that's, like, where I'm at with this. Is like, it doesn't have to be complicated, especially with this, like, fail-safe plan, like the cookout. Like, you are so guaranteed Final Six... So why are you, like, why are you rubbing people in your lines the wrong way so much, you know? Why are you going back on Brittany? Um, I'll give a lot of kudos to Tiffany because she definitely saved Claire, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, that was a lot of what Tiffany's percent. doing. Because, like, at the beginning of the week, his plan was Claire. And I think maybe that's on him as not so great of a player where he seems to be easily influenced, where it's like, okay, um... I don't know. Like, Claire was just so much his plan. And then it's just like, oh, never mind. I guess I'll go for Brittany. Um, and his reasoning was absolutely correct. Like, she told him yes. her real targets. Now, he did leave out when he was talking to Tiffany that she said the Jokers in Xavier, not just Big D Aza in Xavier. But yes. that's just one non-cookout member, so that doesn't matter. Right, and I think he intentionally did that because by Claire not, by him not telling Tiffany that Claire 
said Brittany. Like, the Brittany was included in the Jokers, but he left Brittany out to make it seem like she's only targeting cookout people, which mm-hmm. I think was kind of um, kind of, kind of cool. So, yeah. But um, Tiffany know. knows who her real targets are. Like, Tiffany's the closest person to her, so she'd know, potentially know that that was BS, you'd think. But it was yeah. fun how chaotic it was. It's always fun when somebody changes their target midweek. Um and decides to get out my least pers- favorite person in the house. That's always a delight for me. So I enjoyed this week overall of his HOH. Yeah. The The only other aspect of his HOH, um, other than the BB Bucks, which I still want to get into, because I don't know why I'm so fascinated by this twist. I just, I, I it's just interesting to me. Um, actually, two things. First off, um, this was a quote from Derek F. concerning Kylan's HOH. He said... Kylan is like Batman. You never know what is on his mind. <laughs> Do you want me to read that again? Kylan is like Batman. You never know what is on his mind. I mean, do you ever know what's on Batman's mind? Is that is that a like a well-known trait of Batman? Like that he you can't re- like does he have a good poker face? I like well, sure, you can't but see he's... his face. <laughs> I think my favorite part of that is when Batman is in comic form, there's literally thought bubbles that tell you exactly what's on his mind. And that's like <laughs> the point of comic book characters is that there's thought bubbles that tell you what they're thinking. <laughs> well, it's just like any superhero, of course, can like has a good poker face because they're trying to conceal their identity. So you could throw that, like, Superman, Spider-Man. Like, what's on Spider-Man's mind? He's He knows what not to tell you because he's trying to keep his secret identity. Like, why is Batman exclusive to not saying what's on his mind? Compared to other superheroes, Batman is more closed off than they are. Like, Superman, you can see his face, and Superman will, like, show compassion and show that he cares and be honest with people for the most part. Spider-Man is a teenager and doesn't know how to hide things. He's, like, very... Just uses his regular he voice, and he's like this goofy Peter Parker self. But he Thor still tells does you it. everything. Drax tells you everything. These are superheroes that tell you. Like Batman is a different breed okay. of superheroes. You bring up Thor and Drax, who don't really have alter egos here. <laughs> yeah, I know that wasn't a fair. They weren't fair examples. I'll give you that. So you're telling me you're siding with Big D on this one? I am telling you that your argument is incorrect. I'm not disagreeing because of the comic book okay well here's the thing if you want to if you want to say kylan is the batman of the season then he's automatically the bad boy of this season we already we we already agreed he's the baddest boy of the season so kylan is batman and the bad boy got it the baddest batman boy batman the baddest batman boy batman baddest the baddest batman boy of the week goes to kylan the triple b of double b this actually leads really nicely into my last thing I want to say about Kylan's HOH is that he does Good. become the hero because he saves Claire from the block. Claire was going home. Claire was the target. She mm-hmm. did, she couldn't win a veto. But here comes Kylan to save the day. D- okay. Did you see... You didn't see the end of last night's episode, did you? The veto episode. Nope. Can I explain to you what happened then? Please do. you know do. anything... Do you know anything about the betting on the veto? 
Yeah. Okay. Well, did you? I saw you know Ky- into the veto competition. Well, like here's the how first... it ended. Okay, this is where it gets fascinating, and I think this might lead nicely into the BB Bucks as well because the BB Bucks really set this up. So it was down to Kylan and Alyssa. Okay, Kylan and Alyssa. One of them was gonna win the veto. Otev. All right. Claire had bet on Kylan to win. And then Kylan had bet on Alyssa to win. So... Oh, so he could if, pick, almost. If Kylan wins the veto, he wins the veto, and then also Claire gets the veto. If Alyssa wins the veto, she wins the veto, and Kylan gets the veto. So yes, you're right. Kylan essentially got to... he was Once he got to that point, he was going to get a veto either way. He just got to decide who gets the second one, Alyssa or Claire. In his DR, he says he is trying to throw this because he doesn't want Claire to get the veto. He wants to be the one to use the veto on her so that he can show her that he's trying to save her. So he purposely throws the veto to Alyssa so that Claire doesn't get the veto and then Kylan gets to use the veto on here. The Where it went wrong is that it was so obvious and Claire completely called him out in the DR. She goes, oh, thanks, Kylan, so much for saving me. Wow, you're such a hero. Like, she was just mocking him because she saw oh. right through it. It was the funniest thing ever that, Love like, it. had the potential to be, like, like the next level gameplay when it comes to betting on the veto. And it just, it, it didn't work. He seemed like this idiot who just wanted all the power. And I loved every second of it. <laughs> that is delightful. It Yeah, if you're going to throw something or, like... The way that they edited Aza throwing, because I did see Aza like throwing the thing to Brittany. Like, did everyone see that? Because the way that they edited it, it was the most well, obvious thing I've ever Tiffany seen. Tiffany definitely saw it, which is the person you don't want to know that you're. Yeah, because now Aza's like for sure first one out. Like, there's no chance. Well, and I'll, maybe I'll not give to the Jokers because the Jokers also had a good strategy like that because. Um, oh yeah, that was win? a good. That was a great strategy. They they bet on Britney to win, so that if like Britney would have won, then like um, then I think Derek F would have won. Won the second video. Yep, yep. And then they would have protected all of the jokers, which I guess I don't know how quite how that would work. Because once somebody was replaced, would that have worked? Hold on, hold on, hold on. So how did the vetoes work? Did they both happen at the same ceremony? Yes, so Kylan used his first. Okay, then, so Kylan used the extra veto first, the second Yep, veto. and then Alyssa had the opportunity to use the one that she won from the Could she have used that on Britney? It, it seems like she could have, because after Britney was nominated, then they're like, okay, Alyssa, would you like to use the power veto on either? So, and then she didn't. So I think so, okay. but it's hard to tell, and I'm not... I'm not sure if that automatically means that the the bonus veto would have been used first all the time anyways. I don't know. I just don't know. I feel like the move would have been to bet on Aza and throw it to her. Because if you win a veto, you cannot be a replacement nomination no matter what. Like, that's just a rule with the power veto. So I'm curious, like, if if Derek and Brittany had won... Brittany, okay, who would have taken who down? Derek would have taken Brittany down first because he won the second veto. And then he could have just put, Kylan could have put Aza up, which he wouldn't have. We know that he wouldn't have. Mm-hmm. Or how would that have, yeah. Or Derek F. was on the block. 
So he would have used it to get himself off. And then they could have put it right up. I don't think it would have worked. I'm sure our, our listeners are loving just watching or listening to you go through this. Sorry, everybody. I'm an external together. processor. It was con- oh, it's confusing. Great. I don't think they would have let it happen. That's my take. And nobody can prove me wrong. So that's where we're at. Yeah, here's here's my point, though, like with all of this, is this is why I think this strategy is so fascinating. And I think I kind of love it. Like, if this continues, I don't know if it will with these other powers. But, like, I love that concept of betting on the veto winner because, mm-hmm. like, it did add this extra level of strategy where normally Kylan would have just gunned it and won the veto. But now it, like, it stirred up some things, you know what I mean? And so, like, I, I thought it was in- incredible, and I'm, I'm a big fan of the way it played out as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it makes things more interesting. It, it it did what it's supposed to for a power, and I think that's because only one veto was used. And it didn't feel like it was overpowered. Yeah, but one even, thing that even I, with, like, two vetoes being played this week, I don't know if I would have... Cons- I, I feel like that would have just been, like, amazing to watch happen. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm trying to identify what the difference is. Because I feel like so often with powers, we're like, ah, oh, that's too much, or, oh, we don't like that. And this one, we're like... That was kind of cool. We kind of like that one, you know. It's. I think. I think it was too like, easy to actually get the second veto. I think it should have been more unlikely that the second veto is in play. Sure. I think that's a concern that I would have. Here's here's what I like about it, and let's get into BB Bucks now because I think it's all related. I like the levels of it, where typically when there's a power, it's it's usually just America deciding who gets it. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, here's three weeks of safety. Who do you like, America? Like, if America would have... The, the, the three weeks of safety that Paul got 19, if America would have decided, that would have gone to Brittany right now. You know what I mean? So, like, here's here's what happened. Is that, one, America decided on how to distribute these funds. Then, the players got to choose what to do with the funds. I like the element where they can either use it now or save it up because right now Derek X has $100 saved and if he's still America's up there in the top three, which there's a good which chance he, he is, be. especially since Brittany's gone, he could have $200. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like there, it rewards people who save it up or you can use it. And then after you use it, you still have to use strategy to bet on the veto. So I like that there's all these different levels plus there's a lot of gameplay that's involved with it as well. So that's what it's I, not that's America why I think it just works. gifting them. Yes, a hundred percent. Because that's all we've seen. We've seen America packages. We've seen like you know all these other things that, like this, it requires you to work for it and it requires you to game for it as well. Yeah, I one hundred percent agree. And betting like it kept with the theme and like betting on the veto winner was interesting. And overall, I didn't hate the week. Like I, I enjoyed the two vetoes, but a part of me was like is two vetoes too much and like it didn't feel like it was but i wonder what it was about the season like i said that it didn't feel like it was what's the second thing for bb bucks um so the the veto derby and also um once to my understanding um once one of the powers is one it can't be one again so there's going to be no more extra veto um Mm -hmm. the next one so that costs 50 dollars to play the next one is 125 to play and that is chopping block roulette. So house guests will have a chance to play a game of balance, and if one must remove someone from the block and spin a wheel to determine the replacement nominee, spin a wheel to determine the replacement. I'm That's excited insane. about that one. 
That's so much fun. That's insane. Here's... Okay. If it's roulette... I mean, the assumption is that the person who's spinning the wheel, their name or face will also be on there, right? Like, isn't that how roulette yeah. works? Like, it's the ultimate risk. I, I hope that's true. I, I really hope that's true. And, and then realistically, the, the odds are in are in favor for people not in the cookout. And that's kind of what I want, is the cookout to at least take a hit and mm-hmm. see what they do with it, you know? Yes. And then the, the final power, which costs $250 to play, meaning you would need... I mean... Derek X has want, that in the bag if he doesn't play this next week. Yes, correct. Um, house guests will have a chance to play a game of skill, and if one... We'll call a coin toss, and if guessed correctly, we'll be able to overthrow the HOH nominations for the week. So even if they save up and get the money, they have to play a game of skill. If they win a game of skill, they have to flip a coin to see if they can overthrow the HOH's nomination. So it's straight up a 50-50 coup d'etat. If they win, if they spend the money and win the competition to get to the 50-50 mm-hmm. chance, yes. It's like yeah. three steps, which is... That's crazy. <laughs> I wonder, so, I, I assume that means that you can potentially not win that. Like, if it's a game of skill, it's not like this one was where every you just have to pretty much compete and you're in there as long as you get some points. Which, Tiffany competed, got zero, and didn't get to do it. So you had to get at least one point to do the thing that, that happened this week. The voting, what was it mm. called? The betting on the veto, or the, the veto derby. Veto Derby, yeah. So you, yes. there was an aspect of, like, you had to score a point to be involved in it. That's true, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, so, like, you can... I, it's not going to be like that where you just have to be good enough or you just have to compete or be the one competing. It's like, no, you have to be successful in whatever this game of skill is, which game of skill always intrigues me. I'm curious what that could be. Well, here, here's the interesting thing, too. Is like looking at the the BB Bucks. Um, everyone who played in the Veto Derby, it is it's impossible for them to get enough to play the Coin of Destiny, the final one. Because mm-hmm. even if they were to get in the top three the next two weeks, they would still only end with two hundred dollars, which is not enough. Big D could. Oh, you're right. Okay, so it's only the people who did well. No. Oh, you're right. Yep. Okay. So big D. And then who won seventy five? So if if you won seventy five, used it and won two hundred. Yeah. So big D is the only other one. So right now, Derek X and Big D are the only two that will be eligible. Um, or if you won seventy five and didn't use it, and win a hundred the next two times. But I don't think it'd be okay. So Hannah, Hannah and Xavier both won seventy five and didn't use it. So if they get once more in the $75 range and then once in the $100 range they could play for it. Okay. So really it's before it's between four people that have the chance and then the second that one of them play chopping block roulette they don't have a chance. So it's kind of exciting like week to week seeing like who is going to have enough to even get a chance to do this. Mm-hmm. And that also assumes that we're going to reach that week and like it, we're, that's also assuming that it's only three weeks because it could be a four week thing where if nobody wins it on that third week or nobody goes for it, then on that fourth week it's still open. I don't know how mm-hmm. long these are going to be options, yes. but I love it. I'm all in. 
Yeah, no, that's like I said, it, it adds this new element that's like, this is fun. And you see people already strategizing on who they're going to vote for because, like, basically, Claire is like, nobody's voting for Claire anymore because there's almost no point because she can't win the biggest thing. Although, mm-hmm. I don't know if that's entirely well, okay, no, because even if she wins 100, so even if you win 100, um, and you lost, so like, if you're at zero right now and you win the highest thing, you won't have enough to play this week. So, that's kind of interesting, um, mm-hmm. where it's like, right now, the only people that can play Chopping Block Roulette would be Derek F, if he wins 100 again, Derek X, Hannah, Xavier, um, Alyssa could possibly do it if she gets enough, and Aza. Yeah. So that's not a lot for this either. Mm-mm. I really want to see that happen. I want to see them spin a wheel. It would be so much fun. Who would you? Who do you think would be the shake up the game most if they were nominated? Oh man, I, mm, I don't know. And this is where it gets tough because it's hard to predict. Like, what's what is Sarah Beth going to do this week that could lead people to like want to play chopping block roulette? Like, it, it it would have to be someone on the bottom because like the cookout would not want to play this because like there's a high chance one of them would go up. It would have to be someone like Claire or Derek X who, like, feel trapped and, like, they, they, they need to play to survive. And you, you need to feel like there's more chances that someone you're not working with will go up versus someone you are working with. So if you're working with a large portion of the house, you're probably not going to want to play. I think if there's two cookout people, if I were in the cookout and I were on the block, I would play it because, like, if a cookout member is going to have to go out, I don't want it to be me. And That's there's true. the chance that it wouldn't be me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I hope someone plays it. I really hope someone plays it. I hope I hope the Coin of Destiny gets used, which is, you know, just a level three coupe de, coupe de tau. Coupe de tau. What is that? Coupe de tat. Coupe de tat? Yep. That's not right. But that's pretty much what it is. That's how it's spelled. Had to... It's coup d'etat. Coup d'etat. Just, uh, like, we live in a world where, like, Jeff won that because America voted for him. Like, Yeah. So did Boogie, though, right? Boogie just got it because America... No, he didn't. He got it. He didn't use it, though. How did he get it, though? There was a competition. There was a competition for it. He won... Was it in America's vote? He walked in and had a letter that told him that he won the coup d'etat. I honestly don't remember. I'm no well, help in this conversation. It's a good thing we have the Google machine. Yeah, go ahead, Google. Google how Mike Boogie won the Coupe de Tau. Coupe de Tat? Coupe de Tat. There you go. You nailed it. <clears throat> Correctly guessing a Big Brother fa- phrase. Cool. Oh. Way to earn that, Mike. Just how much okay. of a bummer would it be? Like, Derek X is, like, possibly going home. He saves up all his money. He wins the game of skill and then guesses incorrectly on the coin toss. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really unsatisfying. But Twitter, at the same time, Twitter would lose it. If, like, Aza did all of that and then flipped a coin and got it wrong, I would just laugh oh. <laughs> directly in her face. Yep. That'd be hilarious. Oh, man. <laughs> um. Anything else we want to touch on? I don't know. That was that was my big highlight was getting to the BB bucks. 
I think we I hit on all the stuff that I wanted to discuss. The only other thing I'll add with that is, like, I don't know why Kylan played the veto derby. He didn't have to. It's just a power trip that now he doesn't have any money. Classic Kylan. Always power tripping. He's, uh, he's like Batman. Um. Because Batman trips a lot on his cables and whatnot. Get it? Yeah. Yes, I get it. You want to make any predictions for what Sarah Beth is going to do? Yes, that is absolutely something we should touch on. Hannah's for sure going up, right? You would think so? But then I don't Um, think she'd put Derek X up because then Hannah wouldn't go. So I don't think it's going to be Hannah and Derek X. I'm pulling up our good friend, Pretty. Unless it's Hannah and Derek X, assuming Derek X will win the veto and take himself off. Sure. Okay, so here's here's what our good friend Pridium said, okay? He tweeted this out. He's like oh, an hour ago, okay, after she won. He said, last I heard in the feeds, uh, Sarah Beth's plan was to nominate Big D and Aza with a potential Derek X backdoor. So that's at least what she's claiming on the feeds. Um, but Hannah is a likely target. I, I think, again, I feel like that's mostly going into like the storyline that the episodes are showing us, like... I don't know enough from the live feeds to know how much that is still there. Um, the other um, variable with this is that her and Tiffany are not on great terms. So Sarah Beth was like going to be the next house target essentially by the cookout. Probably mm-hmm. her and like Derek X were like the next ones, um, led by Tiffany of course because we know she's like you know the strategic one of the bunch. Um, but have you seen a lot of this with Sarah Beth and her girlfriend, Shelly, that people in the house have been talking about? Okay. So basically, <laughs> it's, been, it's been brutal, okay? Basically, most people in the house don't believe that Sarah Beth actually has a girlfriend named Shelly. They think Shelly's made up. Um, oh. I, I guess but she, she does, made... right? Yes, she, yes, she does. Shelly's, Shelly is real. <laughs> um, she made an offhanded comment... At one point that she was single, Sarah Beth, um, I'm not exactly sure why she said her, what the context was, but, like, Tiffany latched onto that, and she literally, like, talked to the entire house. This was, I think, like, two weeks ago. Um, so, a while ago. Actually, this was the week that um, she was on the block. Um, hmm. Who, who put her? Derek X put her on the block, right? Sarah mm-hmm. Beth. And, yeah. So, Tiffany, that's that was a large reason why Tiffany was also trying to get her out, too. She's like, she's lying about Shelly. She's blah, 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 blah. And also because of how close she's been with Kylan, like they've been cuddling a lot, stuff like that. And so, like, I don't know, they're like, Shelly's not real. Shelly's not real. So, if if word gets out what Tiffany has been saying about Sarah Beth, she could be a target because she's mm-hmm. pretty much been talking to everyone about Sarah Beth. Um, Especially because there's probably gonna be a letter from Shelly in her HOH room. That is why everyone is very excited. Um, that's why everyone's excited. Drama. <laughs> so yes, I think, I think it could be potentially Tiffany. Hannah makes sense, um, but it's looking like people are saying Big D and Aza with a potential Derek X back door. So outside of Derek X, I mean that's four cookout members that she's not tight with, which is good if you're wanting to shake that up. Mm-hmm. It would be scary. I guess Hannah would be a good person to go for, but the thing is, if you get Hannah out, Derek X is going to be mad, 
And you don't want the best comp person in the house to be angry at you. Like, that's a scary thing. So I could mm. see how going for Derek X would probably be the smarter move. Going for Hannah, I think, would be the most fun move for me. Yeah. Make them pick between Hannah and Aza? That would be interesting, actually. Hmm. I feel like Aza would go. I know, but the cookout, like, who would the cookout side with? Do you think they'd just be like, Aza, you're I, out? I, I think so. <laughs> Big D would fight, though. Like, I think that could fracture him from the cookout altogether. I think so, too, because I think Xavier is pretty close with Hannah. I think Tiffany is really close with Hannah. Kylan is undecided, but I think, like... Like, they're already sus on Aza for sticking up for Brittany so much. That's true. Hannah has very much openly said on the feeds, like, oh, yeah, I'll... Like Derek X has to go. Like, yeah, he's he's getting too good, or you know, like mm-hmm. <laughs> she she has proved herself. Aza has not. Mm-hmm. Yep, Aza stinks. Uh, yeah. So I think I think that that would make sense to go Derek. It, I would love if it was Derek F and Aza, and just one of those went home. Like that would be fun for me. Mm-hmm. Just to see, even if it's a weak member of the cookout and the cookout still dominates, I just want to see one person go and see what happens. See if they can handle yep. any sort of big brother adversity. Yeah, completely agree. Um, the other interesting thing is that um, the, the teams are getting more tied up after this week, too, which is interesting. Original teams, mm. again. I know teams aren't mm-hmm. as relevant. But, like, really, the Kings and Queens both have three, and the Aces and Jokers both have two. So that's also something I've been kind of waiting to see, like what's going to be the first team that's completely out. And I think I think the Jokers has a strong chance of being the first team mm-hmm. all the way out. Kylan um, also put up one of his old team members. That's worth noting. It is worth noting. So him and Claire are definitely not as tight as their uh, old team bond was. <laughs> yeah, but the Kings I think are still very firm. Uh, yeah, maybe. I don't I don't know how close Sarah Beth is with Xavier and Melissa. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. But the Jokers are tight. The Jokers are tight. No one. Gets... The Jokers are tight. They're so bad, a, but they're so tight. Had a great, uh, a great tweet tonight where it was like, "I love that the Jokers just kind of claim that back bedroom as their own to let Brittany cry in." It's like every mm-hmm. episode, like they just—that's the Joker. Brittany room. or Aza. One of the two. Yep. It's where Aza confesses her middle school crush. Also worth noting, first... Let me make sure this is correct. Yeah, first female HOH of the season. That is correct. Which is wild because the numbers have been vastly in the favor of women for the entire season. Yes. Yes. It's bizarre how many males have went home um, with males dominating... Was this the... No, Brittany won veto. I was going to ask if this was one of the first no. vetoes by a female. That's not true. It's not even close to being true. Although... It the, has she, been... Like I feel the first like I've seen... Weeks. A, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. The first four... That's all I was going to say. The first four weeks because it was Christian and Derek X the whole time with vetoes. But yeah. <laughs> they just ran the table. Yeah, I feel like I saw a lot of things on Twitter that was like, we need a woman to win HOH. And it's like... that. It was such a weird thing to complain about because, like, there's no way to fix it. And the competitions that they did weren't really geared towards male or female. So, like, people that complained about it, like, yeah, you want it, but people were, like, upset that it hadn't happened or that 
it felt like they were saying Big Brother was doing something to stop it, and it's like I don't think that's the case at all. I don't think the comp the HOH comps were geared towards one or the other, but maybe that's just me. Like Christian just won because he happened to be the last person to finish that puzzle. You know? Yeah. But, did you um did you like the HOH competition tonight? Yeah. Or which one was just, it? I thought of, I thought back games? to last week's. Yes, it was interesting because there was definitely like the risk or reward aspect of it, but also like the speed aspect of it. And mm-hmm. Sarah Beth dominated. Like <laughs> there was, Derek X was the only one that I thought might beat her, and he barely was short. He was like a second late. Sure. Yeah, it was. Um, it was interesting to me how there clearly seemed to be a right way to do it. And how all of them, or most of them, came to that conclusion. Mm-hmm. Which was very interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. No one went just... all the way around, and Aza tried to go down the really, really narrow one. Well, and... yeah, I think th- three of them did. So Claire tried to go down the narrow one first, so did Aza and Derek X. None, none of them made it. All three of them fell. Um, oh, I didn't, see, I didn't even see, because I was driving, I didn't even see Derek X try to go on that one. Yeah, he tried the narrow one first, and then eventually made it to the skinnier one. And then Derek X did finish it. He went on the last narrow one, too. I think he was the only one to go on the last narrow one. But he was, mm-hmm. like, literally a second behind, which was tragic mm-hmm. if you were rooting for him. Um, and Alyssa would have... Was Alyssa before Sarah Beth? Uh, yes. So I think Sarah Beth still would have beat Alyssa's time. But she did well, too. It's just she fell at the last second and her foot hit the ground. Yes, which is just asking for Big Brother conspiracy theories of how she didn't actually touch in production. That was the first thing I was like, oh, this is going to get messy if production, I don't know. (laughs) I can't imagine there's anybody that's going to be mad at production for screwing over Alyssa. (laughs) No, I'm just saying. I was (laughs) like, oh, we're really relying on like. We're relying on a real-time, like, call on if her foot touched. And, like, this is not... Production's probably sweating back there, live TV, trying to figure yeah. out, like, did she touch? Did she touch? I don't know. <laughs> Can't see. You have to imagine they had, like, 15 screens, though, <laughs> everywhere. I guess so. I'm uh, I'm also stalling now because I'm so close to seeing if this is the longest it's been until a female has won HOH. And I think it might be. Because we're on... This is week seven. Are you going season by season? I'm going season by season. I'm already. Did you start at the beginning? I started from the recent. I'm going backwards. I'm on season four right now, and so far, the uh, only one that comes close, I think, is last season, which is like week five. Well, to be fair, season one, there was never a female HOH, so that's worth noting. Yeah, I'm not. But how did they do HOH in season one? There wasn't one. Exactly. So, I think America picked the two people who were up for. Yeah, so by far this is the longest it's been until a female has won HOH. So that's my stats this week. By probably the most female-dominated season we've seen. Mm-hmm. Interesting. One hundred percent, because there are only how many males left in the house? One, two, five, three, four, four. Five? One, two, three, four. Four. It's four. four And only four to six? And one of them couldn't play tonight. Yeah. 
So that yeah. that's what it takes, literally, for a female to win HOH this season. Crazy. I love seeing people throw competitions. I want to note that, too. Seeing, like, Xavier throw a competition. He threw, like, last week's HOH. It's just always fun to see when people clearly throw competitions. Yeah, it's fun to see how they uh, play it off. Mm-hmm. Unlike Aza and Kylan, who apparently can't play it off well. Aza's just... Seems like a wonderful person. What? I thought, I thought you liked Aza. What? You're Let's me, get out of here. <laughs> tell me you didn't like Aza? Okay, that's all I got. That's all you got? That's you got? all I got. Wrapping up. All right, well, for more episodes... First off, thanks for listening, everyone. But for more episodes, visit notgamealpersonal.com. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Really, we'll be there. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Pod. N-G-A-P pod. We post some cool stuff. But yeah, until uh, next time, we will see you next time. Yeah, you will.